Welcome to the Money and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nelson. My mission to empower millennial couples to make money moves that won't just improve your financial health, but strengthen your marriage as well. In this podcast, I share stories, tips, and tricks, both from my experience as a certified financial planner and from my own marriage, to help you and your spouse kick financial anxiety to the curb and use your money to create the lives you love together. Let's get started. If there's one day of the calendar year that is all about spending money, it is Black Friday, right? Today is the day that we as Americans like to go out and spend money. And so today, I want to talk about spending a little bit. Um, We talked about giving yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about spending money. Um, And I know usually on Black Friday, we're like typically buying gifts for other people, right? But for the time being, I want to talk about spending on ourselves. And, you know, oftentimes when you hear financial planners talk about spending money, there's usually a negative connotation. To it right it's bad to spend money it's good to save money we're always encouraging people to increase the amount that they're saving and to some degree that's true of course right saving money is a good thing right um if you are spending too much money that can be really detrimental to your long-term financial plan but you know for the, for today we're not going to treat spending as something bad because in reality you should be doing three things with your money always you should be spending money you should be saving or investing money and you should be giving some money away. And so in that spirit, you're going to be spending money. Spending money is not a bad thing on its own, but what's the best way to spend money? That's what I want to talk about today. How should we be spending our money in a way that gives us not the best return in an investment sense, but the best sense of satisfaction or that that increases our happiness in the most optimal way when we spend our money? And for this, I want to turn to one of my favorite personal finance books. I have talked about it in this podcast before. I will absolutely talk about it again. Um, It's called Happy Money, The Science of Happier Spending. And in this book, right, Dr. Elizabeth Dunn, who's the the author and and the person who did all the research behind um, the, the science of happier spending, goes through five key points in terms of, you know, how can you use your money in ways that makes you happier? And one of them is to buy experiences rather than things. The the research that she has done and study after study has shown is that one of the best ways to use your money from the standpoint of spending it as measured by your overall satisfaction and happiness with the expenses that you've chosen to partake in is to allocate your money to experiences rather than things. And there are several reasons for that, right? First and foremost is that experiences tend to be more memorable. When we look back on our lives five years later, 10 years later, 20 years later, we don't tend to remember the things that we buy, with some exceptions, of course. But in in general, the, the, the memories and the experiences that we have tend to stay with us for the longest, right? It, it, it's the reason why... Um, you probably have much more vivid memories, for example, of attending a baseball game as a child than you do the TV you might that you had at home that you watched the baseball games on 
or a pack of baseball cards that you had or something like that, right? We remember the experiences that we have and lived more so than just the tangible things themselves. And so if we're looking at spending money in ways where you're not going to get that money back, the degree to which we can direct those expenses toward things that build those lasting memories increase our happiness over time, right? It also, you know, experiences tend to help us feel more connected to the people around us, to our family, to our friends, right? The things that you do with people are things that you remember. And so by by buying some experiences like that, whether it's a trip or, you know, some sort of immersive experience, we'll go through some examples in a little bit. Right? Th those are the things that tend to stick with us. When we think through kind of what affects our emotional state the most, it tends to be those types of things. And, and they also tend to give us good stories, right? When we, when we look back on our lives, the stories that we have, right, that we're able to, to pass down to future generations, right? Yeah, the, those experiences are the primary drivers of that. And so the degree to which we can allocate our resources to help increase the either the, the amount or the, the value of those experiences, that tends to be the right place to allocate our money in the short term, right, to help build that sense of long-term satisfaction, right? Experiences make us happier scientifically, right? And so when you do spend money, that is often one of the best uses for it. There are several examples that they go through in Happy Money that, that speak to that. Um, one of the first ones they introduce in, in, the, in the book is, is about the, the Tough Mudder races that you've seen, right? They, um, you know, people sign up for these really intensive military style boot camp things where you're, you're running through obstacle courses and getting like shocked. And I, I've never done it myself, so I can't speak to it. Right. But, but is it, but is it, but it is an experience, um, that, that you have, right. That costs money. It costs time as well, but it's something that you tend to remember. It's a source of pride. And then they, they, they have the orange headbands that they give out. If you participate in these tough mutters, right. That are just things you could go out and buy that orange headband, but, but that's not the point of it, right. The, th that thing in particular is kind of a, a symbol of the experience itself. It, it, the, it's not worth going out to spend money on an orange headband. Right. Rather, instead, you spend more money to take part in the experience that you remember. And the headband kind of you know, demonstrates that it, it means something. Right. And, and what it means is about the experience that you have. Right. Participating in something like that is, is something you remember for forever. If that's something that appeals to you to begin with, which, of course, it doesn't for everybody. But that's what, we're, well, that's what we mean when we say buy experiences. Now, experiences tend to cost more as well, but, but that's the point, right? Is that they're, they're inherently more valuable. They're inherently something that we're going to hold on to for a longer time. And so they are worth spending money on. Right? You could go down to the local toy store and get a $10 teddy bear to, to give to your child or to a child in your family or, or somebody like that, right? And that's is money spent that on a thing that may or may not mean anything to them tomorrow or, or next week. Or you could spend 10 times that amount or 15 times that amount and take them to build a bear and actually have them go through the process of creating the, the stuffed animal, that, that experience that they can have and immerse themselves in 
Uh, and that's something that's going to stick with them for a lot longer, right? Spending money on experiences is one of the best ways to increase our, our kind of happiness in this world. And so that's just something to think about because at, at the end of the day, and this is the, the kind of thought I'll, I'll leave you on, it's actually the way they end this chapter in Happy Money, Happy Money as well. While kind of spending money on experiences and buying experiences is the, the, the best use of the money that we're spending, we're not very good at making those decisions in the short term, right? We're, we're, we often are much more you know, gravitate towards spending money on things and impulse purchases rather than kind of being intentional with the experiences that we're choosing to have. They gave the example in the book of a kid going to Chuck E. Cheese, right? And, and you know, the, the experience that you have there is something that people remember as they grow up, definitely. But in the moment, right, what, what, what do the kids often focus on there, right? They, they focus on getting the, the tickets from winning the game so they can pick the, you know, the prizes or whatever they have, right? There, there are these kind of things that um, were kind of allocating, that, that the children are collecting the tickets to use as, in a very real sense of money to kind of get those prizes. It's what they tend to focus on, right? And, and you know, the, the, the same is true for us as adults as well, right? We often are kind of focused on the, the material purchases that are around us that we see advertised to us on days like Black Friday. But it's the underlying experiences of going to the Chuck E. Cheese to begin with that tend to give us the most value. Just something to think about. I, like I said at the beginning, we often as financial planners tend to talk about spending as a bad thing, but it's not. It is something we should be doing. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of a different way to think about the money that you're spending on yourself, right? When you have the opportunity to spend money on experiences rather than kind of material objects, give it a shot and maybe even give it a shot this holiday season as you're, as you're shopping for, for other folks and just see what happens. You, you might be surprised. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Money and Marriage Podcast. If you want to learn more, you can access my favorite money exercise for free if you head to paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Again, that's paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Get your access today and I'll see you next time.